Awesome, awesome. I uh, was sharing before that uh, when we get to heaven, I want to be able to sing like Dennis and play guitar like Jimmy. That's my, uh, that's my hope. So let's pray together. Father, I pray and I ask that your Holy Spirit would open our minds and our hearts to you. That in every way we can, Lord, we would be close to you and know your love and know your care. And God, may we embrace these truths that will literally change our life. And I pray we would. I pray we would open up and say yes to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, yesterday, uh, fr- or actually two days ago, Friday was Friday the 13th. Did you realize that? And uh, so I get up on Friday the 13th, have my quiet time, and open up my computer and find out that on Twitter, I have 666 followers. So it's Friday the 13th with 666 glaring at me. And uh, so I, I thought, what do I do? I, I thought about deleting a couple of you. And uh, so then I, I thought, no. So I put out a plea on Twitter and Facebook and said, hey, help me. And man, all a bunch of people from Crossroads jumped in going, we'll help, we'll help. Someone even wrote, Pastor Chuck, we got you back. We'll get you away from that. And uh, the first Crossroads member to, to get me out of it is Mercy. Her name's Mercy. So are you ready for this? Because of mercy, I left 666. Isn't that kind of cool? I think it's funny. But anyway, Jesus wants us to go to an amazing life. He wants you to live in a way that he's always wanted you to. And, and, and he really does. And the Sermon on the Mount is one of the greatest, greatest realms of communication, greatest speeches ever given. It has an amazing introduction where Jesus says this. He says, I want you to be blessed. He uses the Greek word makirios, which literally means, I want you to be supremely happy. Now, why does God want this for you? Why does Jesus? Because he loves you. And so he says, you know how it begins? It's to this amazing life is blessed are the poor in spirit. Then you're going to experience all the kingdom of God in your life. And he begins to talk about how that could happen. Now, what does he mean by that? He goes, blessed are you or supremely happy are you if you know you need me. And you want to live life with me and for me. And then he begins to talk about eight attitudes that will shape that kind of life for us. That's the introduction. Then he moves into the body of his presentation where his first statement's this. If you're going to live this life, you've got to live it according to my word. Now, don't miss that. This is vitally important for where we're going. You can't veer from the, to the right or to the left. You need to understand everything I've given you within the Bible is important for you to hold on to. You can't change it. You can't go by the God of I think. You can't go by human tradition. You've got to do it according to my word. And then if you do that, then you're going to find yourself living a morally pure life and a relationally pure life. And when you do that, then you're going to hit a place where you say these words. Lord, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I want your will above all things else. And Jesus says, when that happens, you're going to know God as your father. And you're also going to have God beginning to answer your prayer. And then Jesus says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open. You're going to find amazing things occurring in your life. Because you're in a real relationship with God. And then he comes to his conclusion. Because it's an incredible speech with an amazing conclusion. He says, I want you to enter into this life. So he cries out, enter by the narrow way and the narrow gate. Because broad is the way and wide is the gate that leads to destruction and many find it. But narrow is the gate and hard is the way that leads to life. This amazing life, but only a few will find it. So he says, you and I can choose to enter into it and know that very, very few will. Then he says, but be careful. Because there are people out there that will try to deceive you. 
to take you away from this life. So beware of those false prophets. And he goes even more. Be sure you're really in. Because Jesus, we saw this last week, said, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Not everyone's going to get in. Not everyone who says they're a Christian is going to get in. That's what Jesus said. Only the ones who truly do the will of the Father. And that's where we come down to in Matthew 7, 24 to 29. It says this. Therefore, everyone... Who hears these words of mine and acts on them may be compared to a wise man who built his house on the rock and the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and slammed against the house. And yet it did not fall for it had been founded on the rock and everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand and the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and slammed against that house and it fell. And great was its fall. You can have a life that's valuable and meaningful and solid and stable. Or you can have one that's not. But here's the key. We've got to do it according to what he says. What foundation is our life built on? Now, we we try to share this with everybody all the time. All of us who parents, we try to share that with our kids. And we use lots of ways to try to teach them that. Uh, One of the things we use is the, the story of the three little pigs. The one little pig had a house of straw. He got in trouble. The other one had a house of wood. He got in trouble. The only one who was going to make it when the day of testing came was the one who had the house of brick, the solid house. But what it would happen if that last little pig didn't build his house of brick? What would happen? Well, we want you to know the answer. We know it. Here it is. Is coming. Relax, bro. I had an idea. A house made of bricks. Awesome, dude. Where is it? Well, I thought about it, but then something else came up, and I mean, if you want to join me, maybe next year. Who wants sausage? <laughs> I love that. Who wants sausage? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He didn't build the house. So he was somebody else's lunch. Uh, You know what? Think about how many people they don't do what they're supposed to do and they end up in trouble. Notice how Jesus begins this. Look what he says in verse 24. Therefore. Now, whenever therefore is there, you got to ask, what is therefore, therefore? All right. And here's what therefore is. The words before it. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Therefore, because of that, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them may be compared to a wise man who built his house on the rock. Now, notice that Jesus, without any hiding it, without any qualification of what he's about to say, he says very, very clearly, he who hears these sayings of mine. Did you realize what he's doing? He's saying, I want to tell you, you've got to go by what I say and that only. You can't veer. You can't add. You can't take away. You can't use human tradition or religious tradition. You've got to go by what I say and that only. As a matter of fact, after he gets done in verses uh, uh, Matthew 5, 28 and 29, it says, when he had finished speaking these words, the crowds were amazed at his teaching. For he was teaching them as one having authority and not as the scribes and the Pharisees. At the very end of Matthew 7, I'm sorry, Matthew 7, 28, 29. It says they were amazed because he stood there with authority. Jesus is saying something you and I can't miss. I have the authority to make this statement. 
And, and when we start veering away from anything he says, we get in trouble. Remember earlier he said, even if the heavens and earth, earth pass away, my word, even the smallest letter and stroke of my word is not going to pass away. And so a wise person is going to do what Jesus said according to the Bible. By the way, this church, that's what we stand for. We only want to go by scripture. We believe that we need to hold to it, not man-made rules. Not man-made tradition. We've got to go by what God says in his word. And God knows what he's doing. And Jesus said, if you listen to these sayings of mine, then you need to understand your life is going to have meaning and value. Understand you're going to be who you were meant to be. Understand, I am going to bless you. And so he calls for us to do it. Now, does Jesus have the credibility to make these claims? That's a question. If you're brand new, you're probably asking, who was Jesus? Well, I've had people say to me, well, you know, Chuck, I, I know you guys are really caught up in that. And, and Jesus was a good man and a good teacher. And by the way, I want to say, I don't think he was just a good teacher. I think he was a great teacher. But what did he teach? He taught, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. That there's no other name you can be saved under heaven by except Jesus. He taught that we had to believe in him, that God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever would believe in him would have eternal life. And it goes on to say, but if we don't believe in him, then we will not have that life. Jesus said it's about knowing God. That's the teachings of Jesus. And if he was a good teacher, we should listen to his teaching. That only in a relationship with him, where he loves and forgives us, will we have salvation. As a matter of fact, uh, he taught us that he was going to go to the cross by his choice. That he would die for us because you and I have done horrible things. We've lied. We've been mean and cruel. We, we've, we've hurt people. And God can't just let that go. And Jesus said, I'm going to die to have that erased. And if you would embrace that, I'll remove your sin as far as the east is from the west. And I'll make you a new creation. And I'll cause you to be born again. And what was the teaching of Jesus? Unless someone is born again, they will not see the kingdom of God. That's the teachings of Jesus. And he says, I want you to know if you act on these words of mine, you're wise. And he says, I have the authority to tell you.